Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. And this is our teaser for season four. Yeah! Wow, we're back. It's 2020 and we're back. 2020. Happy New Year, Kate. Happy New Year. Uh, how has your New Year started? It's pretty good. We, um, we stayed home for New Year's Eve. And Jessica fell asleep at like 11.57. So she missed the New Year. She missed it, yeah. <laughs> she fell right asleep. Love it. Yeah, but it was still fun and good. Great. <laughs> yeah. How I was yours? That. Did you go out? Uh, I went and watched my girlfriend do a UCP Torco improv show in Escondido down by San Diego, like outside oh, cool. of San Diego. Oh, that's awesome. And then the, me, another boyfriend of one of the performers, and Clay Larson, who's been oh, on, yeah. the, on the show, um, his girlfriend was also in the show, who's also been on the show, Sarah Class Bell. Yeah. And then uh, two other performers, Ronnie, Adrian, and Will Hines. We just hung out in a hotel. That until, sounds fun. Pretty much until like 1230. And then That's we a all fun went crew. To bed. Yeah. Yeah, until 1230. Yeah. And we're like, well, we're all done here. Yeah. Um, but Clay Larson time. is an amazing photographer. I didn't know that when we had him on the show. He took pictures of our of my mod team. Oh, great. And they turned out great. Yeah, he is wonderful. Yeah, he, he's very uh, skilled in many ways. Gotta look that, him up. Yeah, look him up. ClayLarsonPhotography.com. Clay yeah, he gets a free plug off of yeah. us. <laughs> uh, everything good? Like after the new year, into these first weeks of 2020? Is so there how far. Everything's good? So far, nothing terrible. I mean, the world is still sort of literally burning and figuratively burning. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, well, I guess college humor ended, which was tough for Jess. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Jess was working there. And then one day they just said, We're, you guys are done. Yeah, you have you guys no are funds. Done. They sort of had an inkling that it was going to happen, so it wasn't totally blindsiding them. But I think it was still hard for her because she really liked all the people at her job. And yeah, yeah I think when it, the day that it actually happened, she was like pretty bummed out. She's pretty bet. sad. Yeah. But she, you know. She's funny. She'll bounce back. And upward. Yeah. I think she'll find something. I think a lot of those people will. Yeah. Oh, God. They're all so good and talented. I just feel bad. Some of them just moved from New York like a few months ago. That sucks. And they're like, oh, I have an apartment to pay for. And no, you know, yeah, hopefully yeah. they have money saved up. I don't know. They're. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, but to feel like immediately displaced like that has got to be an awful feeling. Yeah, it's rough. But okay, so that did happen and that was a bummer. That was a bummer. A rough start to the new year. Well, you know, we're getting through it. I'm employed, so that's good. That is good. So one of us can pay rent. Hey, that's how I am. (laughs) My girlfriend is currently like, she's part time, I'm full time. Yeah. It's been like a, a, for us, it's been just like a sick start to the year. That stinks. I got, I was sick like through Christmas a bit. I can still hear it on your voice. I think this was more morning, unfortunately, like a little more morning sniffles versus sick (laughs) sniffles. Okay. Oh no, you have, then it's combined. Oh no, but I feel fine. Okay. Uh, But we at one point were, I was sick, then she got sick, then she got me sick and we were tandem (laughs) sick. And now she's still recovering. It's really bad. You're just sneezing into each other's open mouths. Isn't that what you're supposed open to do? orifices. Yeah, it's called vaccines. And you just <laughs> sneeze into a stranger's mouth. Into a stranger's mouth. That's what a vaccine mouth. is to me. Oh, wow. What yeah. a what a process to get a, to find a stranger that's willing for you to sneeze willing? in their mouth. Oh, they don't have to be willing? Great. And it can happen all the time. <laughs> you just do well, that's it That's wonderful. <laughs> but uh, I don't just, do that. 
Don't do that, folks. We don't condone <laughs> We do not that. recommend. I just feel really behind at the beginning of the new year. Yeah. I know this isn't Hellboy related, but it just feels like we're back. We want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, if you hear that helicopter above us, you know. They're coming that's, for us. Yeah, that's a sign that's of them. the times. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like I'm trying to catch up already in this first month. I think I will by the end of the month, but I, man, it's been so, it felt, it's felt like a manic beginning. Yeah. I just hope well, that Well, I guess that when pace- you start sick, it's like. You're already defeated and then you got to hurry yeah. up and do all this shit for the new year. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. That being said, I already filed my federal taxes. You did? Yeah. I'm a real psycho. I love you. I really <laughs> did it. I, I got my, my W2 was available online and I was like, let's fucking do this right now. And then my state taxes, it was like, you're too early to do your state taxes. This form isn't ready. And I was like, I didn't even know that was oh, that's funny. a thing. I have to wait until the 30th. <sighs> Come on, state taxes. My packet from my tax man showed up and I was like, I have to jump on it this year. Yeah. And I've said that every year. And then they're like, it's hard. And then like March comes and I'm like, "Ah." I do TurboTax and it sucks. Yeah. I felt And you have like, if if you're, I can't imagine how fucking hard it is if you're doing either like one time acting jobs or like freelance shit. It must be such a fucking pain. It always depends on the form. Like a 1099 is probably a little more difficult if you have like a bunch of 1099s. Yeah. But if you're like, most of mine are under W4 or they go through like, you know, through my agent then out. And then I just get like (laughs) an actual W4 for acting. So it could be pretty easy. Okay. It's more about the the tedious walkthrough, like filling out a packet. So if there is any potential write-offs. That my tax man gets. Oh man. Has that information. Does that make sense? Do you, so you have a CPA? No, I'm just, I don't, I have not like becoming into TurboTax. Oh wait, what's a CPA? Sorry. Uh, a certified was, public accountant. Like you have yeah, an accountant. He, I think he to? is that. Yes. Okay, cool, Sorry. cool, cool. I thought no, you were, okay. I mistaken, I mistaken. We're throwing out I thought a lot of numbers asking, and letters. I thought you were asking if I was incorporated because a lot of actors will oh, do that yeah. and I'm not that. This shit is baffling I'm not to making me. that much money. I hope everyone likes listening I know, to our hope tax really Everybody loves this uh, content. And my social security number is this. Yes, here you go. Uh, well, we just hope your New Year's are going great. That's where this comes from. I hope from. you get on your taxes We're trying soon. To, yeah, we hope you do your taxes soon because, you know, the sooner you do your taxes and that waits off, you can listen to Hopefully our season you get four a return. with ease. You right. Then you, you won't be thinking about that. It won't be a buzzing helicopter in the back of your mind the <laughs> yeah, entire time. Exactly. But before we move on to, to like <laughs> on to telling the audience what we have in store for season four, I got a little something for you, Kate. What? I meant to give this to you. I texted you many times on trying to swing you by did. your house. You did. You were trying to, yeah. I had a Christmas present for you. <gasps> uh, this is very belated, so I do apologize, but I got something for oh, you. So hold tight. You. I had, I was going to try to hide it in a better place, but I, you came in and before I could place it. <laughs> I true, I didn't notice it, whatever it is. <gasps> what is it? I got you because I think I you deserve this. I still couldn't tell. I saw a glimpse of it. The Tiki Tees Hellboy Oh my God, God, this is awesome. Dude, I was literally Googling these, uh, like all these different tiki's before. Open it the up. The place where I got that candy had some of the tiki's. I was like, oh, oh. they're so neat. It's encased yeah. in cardboard. They really protected they it. They really did. Because, I mean, they did you ship. You see a yeah. little drawing of it. Oh, my God. It's so cool. Yes. We're doing we're, another boring thing about us. We're doing dry January. So I haven't been drinking. I'm doing dry January as well. It's fucking hard, dude. Alcohol rules and. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Alcohol rules. I, I, I guess I like it too much. <laughs> Is this your first time doing a dry January? No, I've kind of gone on and off doing it for a while. I've had like medical shit come up where it's like alcohol might be pretty bad for you. But I'm like, 
So yeah. I still will drink it every now and then. I do it every year, so it's like, for the last four years, so it's like easy now because it's just That's like good. expectation. I, I do feel so much better, like, in general. Like, not just like the, like, I, I'm not like getting wasted where I'm waking yeah. up every morning having a hangover, but like, just, you know, drinking, it just like clogs up my nose and like, like I, f- I can feel it, you know? Yes. I have that same thing and I always think, am I allergic to alcohol or like the yeast in beer or something? It's like, but I'm not going to take the time the to like go to a doctor. The can fuck you up more. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to, uh, am, am I going to devastate myself and find out that I'm straight up allergic to it? I guess we technically all are. Cause like it's a gluten, right? Like it fucks up your liver. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's alcohol deadly. in itself. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like anybody's, it's not like, oh, you're alcohol deficient and you need more alcohol. <laughs> It's not doing anyone any favors, I don't think. Unless you're like one glass of red wine. Yeah, exactly. Even some people say that, like, there's people that don't prescribe to that either. That are like, right. say that's They're bad. Like, that's like, like, baloney. Like, you shouldn't at all. I come from a Mormon background, so, you know, it's a sin for me to be drinking. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. You can't, you're drinking coffee right now. You're sinning right in front of my very eyes. Yeah, I'm sinning all the time. That stinks. 24 7, I think. Catholics sin. love alcohol. That's part of our that's part of our weekly thing. <laughs> yeah, we always the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Does that mean his alcohol level was high all the time? Yeah, he was wasted. <laughs> that's why. Oh, uh, there's so many people that were if they uh, uh, are believers that were offended <laughs> by that sorry, comment. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I grew up Catholic. I'm allowed to say Jesus was wasted. I think we're vamping very well. Over you opening this I, package. Yeah, it took a minute. <laughs> I really want to see it. It's like still I think you should cardboard. see. There's so much covering on it. The front Thank car- you so much. This is so nice. Oh yeah, I was like, I gotta get her something, and I was like, there's that's the thing. You don't that I have. have to get me something. Oh, I have to. There's certain people in your life. <gasps> oh, it's pretty fucking incredible. It's really cool. We'll definitely be posting February a picture first. At 12.01, I'm getting drink out of it. <laughs> it's much bigger than I thought, and I love that it's, it's that It's really size. cool. It's impressive. It's well- it looks like it can support a big piece of pineapple on the top. Yes, it can. Is the weight of I'm it good? I'm throwing everything around. Yeah, feel it, dude. Check this out. And he's like a good character to turn into. Yeah, like a totem. A figure. Yeah, I love he, it. like. You know, he already has like swirly elements on his like. Yeah, I love this. He's got like stone incorporated into his whole thing. Like, yeah, his horns. On he this works are cool well as, well as a tiki figure. Like some some characters like don't look like the like some of the tikis are like better than others, and I think uh, this one's great. This one's. I'm. We'll, this we'll post so a picture great. of you with your tiki. Uh, yeah. So Me everybody can see to this. Drink out of it. This oh. is great. Thank you so much. You are welcome. You do. I. I. I love having you as a co-host. It's great. This it's is, so fun. You know, we're even doing cheers this. If it's so gently. We've been doing this for okay, cool. four seasons. This it withstood awesome. a cheers. It withstood a cheers, a gentle cheers. Yeah, very gentle. But that's also for everybody. If you haven't, if you haven't gotten this, purchased your Tiki Tees Hellboy, They're cool, go get man. it. It's really was, worth it. I was talking to a coworker about this the other day. I was like, are Tiki mugs and like the, like, I love the aesthetic of it. I think it's really great. But I was like, is this disrespectful as shit to like, are we like disrespecting Polynesian gods by making like All right. little Star Wars figures out of them and stuff like that? But I guess we're disrespectful to everything. Yeah. Just because globalization will, that's just globalization. The we've, end already will just done, we've already imp- done, we've already done, fold everything people. in there. Yeah. Oh, we really did it to them. Like, oh my God. Go to Hawaii. You're like, all right. I went to Kauai and we bought a book about the last queen of Hawaii and it was like the saddest shit. They oh, just no. like, they just like, you know, straight up lied to everybody and, 
There were like people driving around with like independent, like Hawaiian flags, like the flag of Hawaii yeah. pre like colonization of America. It was crazy. It was like, I it made you f- be like, as a white person visiting Hawaii, I was like, God damn, like we've we fucked up. We yeah, fucked we did. Up. We've fucked up know. more than once. But there's, you know, there's a lot of places that you're going to go and that's going to be the general feeling. Oh my God, he looks so cool. And he's <laughs> good in the package. <laughs> As I'm saying that, I'm like, this tiki rules. <laughs> I do love it so much. I'm glad you love it so Thank much. Thank you very much. Oh, this is you fantastic. are very welcome. Ceramic mug. You needed that. I did. That's how I saw it. It's really cool. <laughs> We oh I'll drink out of it when we watch. So that brings us perfectly. Yes. Uh, just to let you all know, listeners, what you, we have in store for uh, season four, um, we will be tackling. This is sort of like the generalness of what we'll be tackling going forward. We definitely will be in this season four tackling uh, the next pillar, uh, main pillar storyline for Hellboy, which is Darkness Calls, and of course, there's several more other Hellboy stories that will follow that. We're con- going to continue. Um, covering BPRD, Garden of Souls is what we'll be starting off with and then going yeah. further from there. And then we're also going to be including the the first ever Lobster Johnson story in his, uh, his solo comic, The Iron Prometheus, as well as Abe Sabian eventually gets his own comic. And we'll be covering yeah. that, the beginnings of that with The Drowning. Then, as we just mentioned before, we, we are planning on, there's going to be two episodes that are dedicated to Hellboy and Cinema, or three episodes, excuse me, dedicated to Hellboy and Cinema. Um, we'll be covering both the animated films, Sword of Storms and Blood and Iron in this season. I'm so excited for this. Yes. And in addition to that, we'll be covering in this season Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy 2, two The Golden Army. <laughs> so there's a lot in here just for season four. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there's probably be unplanned things that we yeah. that will come up up. We hope to have some, hopefully, some cool guests on um, this season. There's nothing in the books just uh, thus far, but we're we're gonna try our best. Oh yeah, good, we'll find some good good stuff. guests. People there as enthusiastic about Hellboy as you are, as well as us. Um, we'll be having definitely at least at least one more giveaway, possibly more. Yeah. Um, this season. I definitely have one already planned. We just um, haven't announced it yet. Yeah. So definitely keep your ears on that and um, follow us on Instagram so you can see when those uh, giveaway contests go live. Mm. So there's a lot. There's a lot that we have to cover in the world of Hellboy or the Mignola verse. Oh, I wanted to do this. I'm just going to throw this in. This is in our, uh, our, our, <laughs> the itinerary. The itinerary. This is going to be a funny segment. Maybe it will, well, it will make this teaser episode longer, <laughs> but who cares? So last year, we ended up having a stinker of a Hellboy movie in 2019. Yeah. Right? I was like, wouldn't it be funny? We list top 10 best movies we saw that were better than Hellboy. We each go one at a time, so we end up with ten. So we each get five picks. We could do it movie. right, right yeah, now. Right now, we're just gonna off the easily. Cuff. <laughs> Let's pick what a movie that we think we're like from 2019. What oh, from was, 2019 from, specifically? Yeah, specifically okay, 2019 cool. movies that we believe were better than Hellboy. Pull up my letterbox. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I have my own list, but I just thought like, do you have a letterbox? I just I got do, it. but I have a heart. Uh, I don't take. I don't, I don't do it very well. I don't, I don't either. And it's I, like homework. Yeah, and like, but my friend, I love talking about movies, but writing about movies is. I've realized like I could never like be a proper critic because <laughs> yeah. I just can't sit down and write. And then I'll start to write, and I'm like, this just seems pretentious because somebody else in the world likes this, even though I don't like it. Yeah, I feel bad like <laughs> shitting on stuff, and then I, I basically just write down where I saw the movie and 
if I ate anything when who was there. Yeah. I mean, that's why when I posted my... I stole that from Luke Field, a friend of the podcast, who funny. also is the one who made me get it. He was like, you should be on this. Right. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I just don't use it as much as I should probably. Should. I mean, sh- that's a thing. Should. should. It's an should. obligation. That's the feeling uh, yeah. it gives you. Like, but, unless you just like it anyway. Yeah. You know, but, but it when feels I do my, like a should. About a couple of years ago, when I started making my top 10 list, I made sure to call them favorites because I just don't like the idea of me telling the world, like, this was what was best this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not qualified to tell you what you think is best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see which ones are just from 2019. Do you want to take the first one? What's your first nomination for into the our top 10 movies of 2019 that were better than there Oh were- Boy? <laughs> I feel like, I, oh my God, I feel embarrassed how few movies I've seen in, I, I'm, I'm getting I don't to the think it matters. first real quick. Real I was trying quick. to see something that I don't, uh, let's see. Um, John Wick 3 Parabellum was, was better. Great. So is that our first number 10? That's number yeah, 10. That's, number yeah. 10 is John Wick 3 Parabellum. I know one listener that didn't like it and I'm shocked, but I don't think he likes those movies I mean, at all. they're, they're. Even if you don't like the thing as a whole, I think that there are there's a lot of redeeming stuff about that movie. Like you can't deny that it's cool that he walks through a room full of mirrors and then three minutes later he's smashing up the mirrors and and like all the the glass. glass Yes, yes, I agree. Pulling daggers out and throwing it at people's heads. Like oh, it's 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 entertainment, man. I feel like all they did is they sat in a room and went, "How do we make the best action movie of all time?" Yeah, and then they just cool went for it. Um, Have you ever watched? This is a tangent, but. If you haven't yet and you like that movie, watch the behind the scenes on how they do the motorcycle fight with the oh, swords. Oh, cool. I will. It will blow your because fucking mind how they so do hard. it. looks so hard. Everything looks like they really did it. Like, it's very convincing. Oh, I'm going to... Before we leave today, after we're done recording, I'm going to make you watch it because I think your mind will be a little bit like... I will. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm and it, that's scared for all the people silly. involved in it. All right. So our first one is John Wick, number 10. At number 10 is John Wick 3, Parabellum, was better than Hellboy yeah, 2019. Yeah, sure was. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to pick one. Uh, The Lighthouse. Oh, uh, it's not I, even on my favorites list, but I think it was better than Hellboy 2019. It looked really good. I still haven't seen it. I'm I would go out of your way. I think the the Senate, I love the witch. Then I think you will like this at least. Or witch, 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 <laughs> witch, witch. Which witch is it? <laughs> uh, definitely. Red on Hansel looks kind of cool too. Speaking of witches and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not up. It's not it up my gross. alley. It'll, you'll. It looks have, gross. She's pulling hair out of her mouth. Too scary for me. But uh, I'm into witches, so I'll, I'll watch that shit. Great. So that's my number that's nine great. pick, The Lighthouse. Um, these are kind of in no particular order. I'm just going yeah. There. We're just we're, okay. we're off the cuff. Midsummer. I liked Midsummer. Great. Midsummer in number eight slot. I did like Midsummer was a movie that I loved watching. Yeah. But I was like, I can't think I can sit through this again. I don't it's think so, I'm gonna. But but the that's thing how hereditary is, was for me. I feel like I remember every part of that movie. Like yes. sometimes like I'll watch a movie and then forget like, Oh, like I'll rewatch it a year later and be like, Oh yeah, this happened in that. I totally forgot. I feel like each part of it visually stuck with me so hard. Like, it, you know, like it's jarring, but I, it does stay with you. And I don't know. I thought it was cool. Great. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, and I love Florence Pugh. I think she's amazing and I'm so happy she the got lead. Yes. Yeah, she's cool. And that's going to bring me to my number seven. It's my turn, right? Seventh yeah. pick. My number seventh pick is what she's got nominated for an Oscar for. I'm going to say Little Women. 
was better than Hellboy for oh, number yeah. slot number seven. Also, and, I haven't seen it. I'm a I real think, bum. And the thing is, it's a great movie. I even found it too quaint for my taste. Yeah, and it's yeah. still like I can't. I, I didn't can't, really grow up with the original yes, movie. I didn't. I'm a man, so of course I didn't. Of course. But there are men I've met that read it. But um, yeah, of course. But I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, yeah. like. But yeah, I think typically it's a little. The story wise, it's just a little quaint for my personal taste. Mm-hmm. But there's no denying that that Greta Gerwig made a great movie. Cool. And it's visually, it's gorgeous. And yeah, the I heard it looks great. very, very nice. Florence Pugh is oh, amazing in it. Uh, Parasite. Of course. Yeah. That's our number six. That's funny because. In no particular order. No, we're no These particular no I just order. thought it was funny because in my favorites list, it's in six. I want It's. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so good. I think it is the best movie of the year, but my favorite movies come before For it. your personal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that makes Parasite sense. is amazing. It's. I incredible. hope it sweeps the Oscars. Me That's too. my dream. And I love his quote about once you get over the one inch uh, barrier of subtitles then it opens up your world to all these other movies i'm like paraphrasing and yeah like really fucking up his quote because it was really nice and concise but that was basically the gist of it where it's like go watch more foreign films like go see all these There's, other films i mean yeah that is on my favorites list there's a movie that maybe will end up on this list but definitely like my second movie favorite movie is a foreign people are missing out just because they won't read a fucking subtitle yeah it's really it's also a little disrespectful i do know people who do that they're just like nah I don't want to read. Yeah, I would read a book. And it's oh, like, shut. okay, dude. And it's on. also not the same. It's like, no, uh, you wouldn't read a book. <laughs> That's why you're not. <laughs> We're coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is it my turn now for number yes. five? Number five, better than Hellboy 2019. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to. The movie I just said um, is it, it's a foreign movie from um, South America. I believe it is Colombian. Monos, M-O-N-O-S. Like, M-O-N-O-S? Monos, yes. Let and I played see. that. It's a movie What's about, it about. It's an extraordinarily shot movie. You're it's a about this. Sh- man. You're a movie head. <laughs> it's about um um Ooh, this looks creepy. Young like uh gorilla, like a gorilla like warfare, these young, like in a sense, children um that are like getting trained to kill. Yeah. And then Oof. it just, it gets why it's like very much people are equating it to apocalypse now and Lord of the flies. Yeah. It's the best way to sort of like at least get you to understand what you're going to like, but it's not exactly that. If that makes sense. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant, but okay. Um, you're up for number four. That's so good. It also makes me think of, um, uh, did you see beasts of no nation? I have not, but I've it's heard it's so good. Idris Elba, right? Yeah, it's also about like kids being trained to kill, basically, and how wow. it like, affects children. It's like devastatingly sad, um, but in a similar like it sounds like a similar kind of vein for sure. But I wrote it down. I got. Oh, I love it. I got homework. Um, you know what I watched? Um, that was better than Hellboy Claws. Or oh, I've heard that yeah. is really good. The animated it was really good. Like at first, I was kind of off put by the the like main characters, um, the like Jason Schwartzman does the voice acting. It's very similar, and like a lot of people have said this to like Cusco in Emperor's New Groove, where there he's like a rich kid who's like kind of an asshole and like has these like little quippy jokes, but they're like so. Annoying. Like you're supposed to n- dislike the character at first, yeah. so, but I was, it worked too effectively and I was almost like, I'm going to turn this off. But the animation 
is so beautiful and made stuck like made me stick with it. And then the story like turns really beautiful and like becomes Oh wow. Great. I've yeah. only heard good things about it. It's and really it's cool. nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Oh my Over god. Over that yeah. Frozen Two. Frozen Two. Frozen Two didn't, didn't get, get nominated at all. I don't not for I think for song. Oh for score, right, right. And not yeah, and not definitely not the I mean movie. I haven't seen Frozen Two, but I I've, haven't either. I don't know. I, I Never saw all of Frozen 1. I watched it at home after the whole hype. Because I don't have I any like, little nieces or nephews around. I had definitely had that, but they didn't live yeah, far close away. to me. Yeah. Same. Cool. Number four was Claws. <laughs> I love it. So I'm up for number three. Is that what I'm yeah. up on? What? what my, my pick. I'm kind of going uh, this. I'm trying to decide because I sort of know what I want. Because you could pick a bad movie and it would still be better than Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I know what I, because I think I'm going to be ended up landing on number one. I okay. think I have my pick okay. for that. So I'm trying to decide Put what I think. Put a pin in that one. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck because I want to say two to hold one slot, but I don't th- I'm not going to allow that. So I'm going to say what was better than, I'm going to go with another foreign movie that I think it needs a lot of love. Yeah, those are good recommendations. I'm going to go with, for number three, better than Hellboy, Pain and Glory, the Pedro Almodovar movie, which Antonio Banderas is nominated for Best Actor for. Oh, cool. He's amazing. He would be my dark horse choice to get the award, actually. Nice. Over Joaquin and everybody else. Uh, but that's it. Pain and Glory. Wonderful, very personal personal, personal movie by that director. Cool. <laughs> my Hello. girlfriend my girlfriend just walked in a classic <laughs> while recording to make fun of the way I talk. <laughs> this is a teaser episode and it's gonna show you that yeah, you're the getting teased. teased by um, your loved one. <laughs> uh, Brutalized episode. All right. What is number two in the list that was better than Hellboy 2019? Let's see. Uh Detective Pikachu, I thought was much better <laughs> wow. than Yeah. I thought it was much better. Then Hellboy. I didn't even see it. Um, yeah, I was surprised by it. Jessica, I, she she was like, I know you want to see this, so we'll go see it. And she had no interest in seeing it. And she was actually like, I love Pikachu. She walked out of it like overjoyed. It's actually much better than you think it's going to be. And it's head and shoulders above Hellboy. Like so much better. I love it. Now you're making me, it's on HBO go. I guess I got to watch it. It is. It's, 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 I mean, you know, it's for children still, but it's like, you know, I was like, Oh, Ryan Reynolds, he's like oversaturated and I'm going to not like it because he's like, I just don't think he's that funny. But then he was very, uh, he was very charming and character. It was really good. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love it. Number two is uh, <laughs> Detective Pikachu in the list of what was better than Hellboy 2019. All right. For number one, here's my pick. That was better than Hellboy 2019 <laughs> is fucking Cats. Cats. Cats was wow. number one better than in our list. Of now the people list. are going to start knocking Come on your at door. Me. Most, it's so insane. You haven't seen it, right? Yet, no, okay? I can't wait. It seems should, bonkers. It is so enjoyable because I should it is, wait till February when I'm drinking again. Yeah, because it. I don't know. There's a. Th- it, I want to have one and a half beers and be a little high, and then I'll yeah. watch it. Right. I. I hear. Here's a, honestly. I don't <laughs> think you have to be high to enjoy it. Okay. I think that is a lie. Like I think everybody just decided to do that because they think they preemptively it's were like, like fun. it's gonna and be so, bad, so I need to like be high to get through it. Sure. You don't. I mean, I could just watch it. The movie will make you of- feel high. Okay. Because you'll be like, what's what happening? You- Beth, Beth, Beth wants to chime in. She's shaking her head. 
<laughs> she said she should be drunk and high. Yeah. You saw it sober once, right, Beth? How many times? Oh, have really? You seen it? Two, Two times. times. My Beth has seen so it. So Beth twice. has been high twice. So police come to Beth's house <laughs> oh and get my her. God. I mean, I'm not saying that that will not enhance it, but the movie does have already like a like a uh, like a element that's going to make you go, "Whoa, my brain yeah. is insane." My brain's melting, regardless. Yeah. I was high. <laughs> yeah, I did. He I looked at her a moment in, said he has to be high for, he, I cannot be sober for this movie. Mine was more out of enjoyment because I was like, this movie's already bonkers. Yeah. I'm going to have even more fun. You wanted to, it's like, it's like when you get a meal and you don't put salt on it at first, you have to try it and be like, okay, now I'll put salt on it because you don't want it to be insulting yeah. to the chef. You wanted to just watch just a little taste of it. And then immediately you were like, I need to salt this with weed. Yes. I need to fix I agree. this. It's like trying to, it's trying to eat a fry without a sauce. Like you're like, I'm not going to, let me just uh, see I'm the integrity of the fry. the fry. And you're like, no, you need ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we broke that down quite well. Yeah. But yeah, it is the difference between, I'm going to say why it's number one in this slot is the difference is cats has that, that, that special magical element where uh-huh. everybody involved is genuinely trying their, is giving their best yeah. and thinks they're doing the, the, this thing justice and, offering greatness into the world. Toby Hooper, I think every choice is from a genuine place. Yeah. But it's a train wreck. So you just love it more. You're like He's an Oscar nominated Yes. A- <laughs> director, director for King's Speech. <laughs> like it's bonkers to me. I think I think I, I having not seen it, this is the general impression I have from Cats is that it's very sincere, right? Yes. That it, it 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 like doesn't take a minute to really explain what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that Hellboy had a lot of explaining of like, this is it. We're going to walk around and talk about what's going on. Over And it makes itself. it, it makes it like any of the berserk sort of fighting scenes don't make up for how much sitting and listening we had to do to mm-hmm. something that like, uh, that, that still doesn't let us be emotionally invested. It's not like a very effective movie in that way where it's not making you feel anything but cats is just like we're gonna come out and sing really hard this is me not watching any of it i've never seen the stage play i've never seen any of any really thing of it i hadn't either until the movie i think i know maybe like a line of some songs and that's it but i'm still really excited to watch it yeah i can't wait for you to see it i can't wait for all of our listeners to go out of their way to see it because it will be enjoyable that was our uh (laughs) segment of uh Cinema on fire. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hell nope, cinema. That's it. <laughs> cinema on fire. Cinema on fire. Uh, that I just decided to do on the whim. <laughs> it was good. It was Ex- good. Extend it made our me teaser. Learn, you know, now I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch the South American movie. I yeah. Wrote it down because that's how bad I am. Yeah. Watch. I got to watch Claws, even though it's a holiday movie. I think um, it's so. Yeah. It's really. It's cute. Great. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, let's move on then to our next segment where we want to discuss. Um, we're actually, this is a teaser episode, but we, we're throwing a lot into like what you're in store for. It's a for the meaty next, teaser. It's a very meaty teaser. <laughs> I'm, we're definitely over the time allotted that I thought we were going to record. But you know what? We do what we want that here. Kind of, <laughs> that, that is kind of what you're in that's store sort of for. That's what though. I half expected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are definitely the, that kind of podcast. Uh, but... <laughs> Great. We're going to cover a three part teaser. We're definitely um, in this season. If I didn't mention it prior, we're going to be covering the second novel in this season as well. The Bones of Giants. I was looking into 
what are um, into the actual prose of Hellboy, the Hellboy universe novels. Yeah, there's, there's like a, 10. There's quite a lot, yeah. yeah. And there's like collections of short stories. So I was like, oh no, how are we going to cover all this? Yeah, yeah. Because... I think we've both determined that me and you definitely read prose slower than slow the rest of the world. <laughs> like, so I was looking. I like to read. It's just I'm. I do too. It's just sometimes I'm slow. I am not. I'm always slow. Not sometimes. <laughs> but I was looking on the Hellboy fandom uh, wiki, and I found a list where it's officially the canon prose stories are. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six stories that they officially say. In, from an interview with Mike Mignola, Christopher Golden, and Chris Robertson, that they discussed what stories were. That's wild. So, like, four of those novels, they don't yeah. consider canon? Um, I'd love to hear from our, our, our listeners on this as well, because what we're planning on. I wonder on, when he said that, too. I wonder if this is from been a published two, This since. is a 2017 interview. Oh, okay. That they, they are citing as determining these canon, because the canons would be The Lost Army. The story we're going to cover today, The Bones of Giants, The Dragon Pool, and then two other short stories, The Promised Smile, The Other Side of Summer. That does whittle it down for us, which is Yeah, nice. I think we are planning on covering just those, unless, listeners, if you think there is prose out there that you absolutely think we should cover. Um, Anything can, not on that list that you read that's like, oh, this is the shit you should read. Yes, and you think it would enhance the podcast, also readers, like reading the Hellboy stories, sure. Yeah, you you if you can sell us through an email that that needs to be addressed like addressed here, we most likely will do it. Yeah, but as of right now, we're only going to cover these six stories throughout our podcast because prose. We, as I said, we both <laughs> we both take too long reading them. They just take a little <laughs> bit of time. But that being said, that's setting up what to expect in the prose world of Hellboy. Yeah, but uh, introduce us to what we're covering, what we're going to discuss a little yeah. today. Which is a short story from it's a short story from the collection of odd is it odd or otter job I think it's from odd jobs odd jobs Great. yeah which so, was December was published in December of 1997 yeah or this date published I'm seeing is oh. December 15th 1999 1999 you probably have the correct oh, okay. one yeah just yes you're right I wrote down the wrong one um, my mistake that's okay and there are a lot of different authors uh, but the one that we're reading is by Christopher Golden who also wrote. Golden Army and or Lost Army Gi- or Lost Army Blip. and Bones of Giants. Yes. And Mignola mentions this story specifically in his intro to this bunch of short stories mm-hmm. saying like, I am an illustrator, not a writer. I like write a little bit, but I definitely can't bring a story to life without illustration as much as like an author, a proper author could bring this to life with words alone. So Mm -hmm. he credits Christopher Golden with that ability in the beginning. And I was like, he is way better. And I gave him this story that I originally was going to make a comic, but it's his now. Right. Um, And what's the title? uh, Here we go. Let's take a little crack at it. (laughs) The Nukalavi. The Nukalavi. 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 I mean, it's Nuk, like talk, right? Nuck. E, 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 like lobby. nickel, knuckle, knuckle, could it be? The knuckle Yeah. Yeah, knuckle lobby. I think we, I think we nailed it. I think so too. I think we sounded <laughs> Scottish. Uh, <laughs> uh, can you uh, give a, our listeners a little synopsis of what this story is about? Yeah. So Hellboy finds himself in the, in, in Scotland with an old man yeah. who is uh, a jittery, nervous kind of a man. 
Um, and he's sort of looking around as though something's going to kill him at any moment. Yeah, and his, his name is Andrew McGrimmon, and he comes from the McGrimmon family, which is like a, they've been there for years, they've I guess. They've been there for many, many, many hundreds of years. Um, he's got wildish, wild eyes, and they darted about. <laughs> and uh, he's begging Hellboy to stay with him and to help him. Um, Hellboy notices a smallish structure that's not quite a castle, not quite a house built up kind of half in a riverbed and half out. Yeah. He notices that the riverbed's running pretty dry. There's still just like a little trickling stream of water that's running. Mm -hmm. Crimin tells him that when it runs dry, that's going to be the end of his family line. And then something very bad is going to happen to him. And he's like, please stay Hellboy, like grabbing his coat and looking at him in the eye and like basically whimpering, um, almost like demanding that he stays for dinner and stuff like that. Hellboy sees a door in the structure. He's like, how do you open this? There's no way to really open it from what he can see. He gives a, a quick shot and it doesn't work. And the guy's like, no, don't, please don't do that. Hellboy touches the stream to <laughs> and stops the stream of it for a second. He's like, "Don't do that!" <laughs> like, <laughs> the, my, I'll be dead at any second. And so he's just a weirdo. Hellboy's kind of like, "How do I find myself helping these guys?" Yeah, you know, he's like, kind of just sad to be there. Yes, totally. Um, and then there's another structure, a small, uh, like a, I guess a sort of a dilapidated mansion that used to be yeah. sort of nicer. But it looks pretty sad at this point, sort of coming down. Mm-hmm. And then when he walks into the house, the McCrimmon place, he finds that the inside is like older looking, like the old structure that was in the riverbed. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's revealed to him. Uh, McCrimmon lets him know like hundreds of years ago, my this whole clan, we lived on this island nearby. And there were these kind of fairy folk who lived there who really liked our family, but hated all the mainlanders, hated Mm -hmm. everybody else uh, in like Scotland proper or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And um, many years ago, my ancestor, William, fell in love with a woman, wanted to marry her. She was a Christian and lived on the mainland, didn't want to live on creepy island. Uh, (laughs) So he moved to the mainland. The fairy folk moved with him. They built the structure in the river and they built the like keep the like inside of their like mansion home. Mm-hmm. And so it's like really ancient with like this other kind of mansion built around it. Um, and he kind of lets him know that whole story and. You're uh, nailing it. That's all. Yeah. This guy's really scared. He's like, when the river goes dry, it'll mean the end of the clan McCrimmon. I have no children. I'm the last of the clan. And now the river's dry and death will be coming for me. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, he's just kind of sort of like weird and lonely and doesn't want Hellboy to leave, even though it seems like there's kind of no possible way that that like he's going to be able to help him. Yeah. They go inside the house and it's like all paintings of his ancestors of the McCrimmon ancestors and the warrior that's part of the 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 Christian woman Margaret's family right there's a warrior because yeah. she was the daughter I believe of the warrior 
if I'm getting that correct. Or I think William's the warrior. Oh, is William who the warrior? Was, who married her in the first place or something like that. Oh, but he promised for another warrior. He would take care of. He would take care of the daughter of that warrior. You're right. Of another warrior. And then he ended up yes, falling yes, in love yes, with her. And, and that's what started them leaving the main and yeah. live on the mainland. Yes. Yes. And then Andrew. But then he reveals some stuff. Yeah. He's like, he's like, do you want a cigar? And gives him a cigar. <laughs> uh, gives Hellboy a cigar. So they're both sitting there puffing on cigars. And while they're doing that, McCrimmon says, my brother died at like you know, 10 years ago tonight mm-hmm. at exactly nine Oh three. And when that time comes, some bad shit's going to go down. And he's just like in his own head, like kind of spaced out and thinking about it. Hellboy's just sitting there watching it, smoking his cigar. Nine Oh three kind of like comes and goes and McCrimmon's like holding Hellboy, like some really bad shit's about to happen. It's going to be terrible. But nine Oh three has already passed. And Hellboy's like, the, just watching this old man sort of like fall apart for seemingly no reason. He's like, I'm going to go. And he goes to go <laughs> to leave. And as he goes towards the front door, the door collapses in on him and holds him down. Something like is holding the door down and walks over him. And then eventually like is off of Hellboy, off of the door. Hellboy pushes the door aside and sees um, the Nuckalevi, this yeah. terrible fucking creature that's a stinky skinless horse with a human torso sticking out of its back so it still has its head it's not like a centaur it's like yeah this human figure with a like sticking out of the top of it it looks almost like a rider but with no legs he's like attached to the horse with long long arms creepy and the long-armed thing grabs uh mccrimmon throws it onto the back and pieces out just like leaves. <laughs> Bye-bye. he's like i'm out of here hellboy's like i'm gonna go help him but then when that happens like when he gets up to help him there's like a fire that emerges from the fireplace that starts like imbuing itself into the paintings and like brings the paintings to life and then all mm-hmm. of the ancestors of this clan like join together in one painting and start like fucking up the house and like <laughs> bringing it down around him so he has to like roll out of the house of the yeah. front of the house as it's collapsing around him in this like blue flame. And then, you know, then by then the horse is like pretty far off with uh McCrimmon screaming on, on its back. Yeah. He follows it over a hill and then <laughs> he like sort of lost it. He finds a drunk ass man who's just outside of his house and wakes him up and is like, uh, did you see a creepy, something creepier than me go by? It's like, I did see a horse creature with like, he's like, yeah, I did see it. And then like a way that's like bumbling, like hillbilly ish kind yeah, of like, like, I don't know if I can trust I what I know. saw. I did see something weird. It was, it looked like this. And it's the most terrifying thing you've ever heard of. Um, then that guy goes back to sleep, but then his wife tells him the thing went over into the water towards this Island. Don't go there. It's really bad. There's bad things there. And uh, Hellboy looks out towards the water and sees like something and hears the scream of like McCrimmon's like shrill cry. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the it. end of the story. Yeah. Yeah. As we were talking about it, I was oh, like, oh, 
Did I say anything? I think we skipped over the part where you can just say that. McCrimmon reveals that he He, poisoned his brother. He killed his actual brother. It took him three days to die, and he watched him do it. And then he wanted to marry his brother's wife. Yeah. And she was like, no, thank you. I'm out of here. she left. He also offered Hellboy haggis, and we find out Hellboy hates haggis, even if it's fresh, delicious haggis. He doesn't 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 want any part of it. No, thank you. <laughs> He'll pass. Give me a give me an American hot dog. I don't That's want any of that haggis. He ate some old steak <laughs> instead, and some stale bread. Going over it again, I read this. I read it twice, and then going over it again now with you recapping it. I was like, I wonder if, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think there's an actual curse because the short story starts with him saying there's a curse on the McCrimmons, right? Yeah. I think he's the curse. He brought it on them. Right, I mean, you know what I mean, like, because I don't. They never explain the curse. He's the only one that says it. But then when he reveals that he killed his brother, it means he also stopped the line. I guess it's like a, it's like a tainted version of his ancestors' story, right? So like William took care of this girl, and at least in this like lore, it sounds like he was doing her a favor. I mean. History says a lot of stuff like that, like, oh, and then he took this daughter and like was doing her a big favor, helping her out by marrying her, even (laughs) though he was very old. As I'm reading that, I'm like, bullshit, dude. Like this, this guy abducted this 14 year old and is (laughs) like, oh, everything's cool. We shall wed. But in this story, at least it's told as though like he was helping this, this girl and like protecting her or something like that, even though he was this fucking wild warrior who like killed people and shit. Um, and so that's like the good version of this story. And then it's almost like Andrew McCrimmon is trying to like, almost like recreate that, but in his own fucked up way where he's like, yeah, you know, killing his brother to do it. And she says no anyway. So it's like this perverted version of the story goes down and he kind of dooms his house, like by doing that. Yeah. He only ever loved that girl. So he never. Married another woman and couldn't continue his and bloodline. And didn't continue his bloodline. Yeah. So That's, he his own creepy weirdness. And Hellboy even sees a photo of him as a young man, and he still looks crazy. Yeah. He's like, oh, he looked crazy, you know, sixty years ago, and he's still a like. I thought maybe he was old, and that's why he was a kook. And he's like, nope, he was kooky as soon as he was born. That nut. This definitely would work really well. Is like, there's so much cool visual stuff. Like, I wish this was just something that Mignola. Yes, I don't. I don't think it's a bad read. It's a little. It, it has the same issues for me as Goal, the Lost Army, a little bit. Uh, it's a little clunky. Like the structure feels a little like. Um, I don't. But again, I'm not the greatest scholar when it comes to uh, prose. But yeah. I enjoyed it. But I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I there's so many images in here that I just wish I could see a Mignola draw. Yeah, create it, and I feel I like the information like would come quicker. Described them vividly enough, like where I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I think the really big difference that came up in the story a lot was smell. I feel mm-hmm. like they can't, like Mignola doesn't really convey that something smells unless Hellboy's like, "You stink," and like <laughs> Hellboy's not articulate, so he's not going to be able to like convey how bad this thing smells as effectively as this author does. I thought that yes. was like, I thought that was like, okay, that maybe was so important to Mignola that he, he was like, this would be better as a, like a written short story rather than an illustrated comic because it's just this element of it is so important. Yeah. 
need the that vividness. Like they bring up food a lot. They bring mm-hmm. up like and and even in even in the other story, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But he does talk about and uh, Mignola talks about in the intro that Hellboy smells like a dry roasted peanut. Yeah, which is very funny. It's very silly yeah. to me. But it's like that you don't really get any of that. Who's gonna sit there and say that? Like, is Abe gonna be like <laughs> What is that? Dry roasted peanuts? Be like, no, that's what I smell like. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's known. I don't prose. know. I don't smell myself. Yeah. <laughs> prose is definitely the the place where they right. love expounding on that. Yeah. It's like there's other kind of senses that you can that are more like uh, easily conveyed in yes. this sort of a format, which is I thought that part was neat. Yeah, I I, I agree. This thing smells like putrid flesh and horse hair and rotting food and like just smells fucking terrible yeah because it's been sitting by in a stinky riverbed fucking basement <laughs> yeah being a disgusting skinless horse you know it, yeah exactly so they so they trapped it in that structure i mm-hmm. feel like it was in there because that opens up right at some point i mean there's a or he door the says, door was open he sees when he leaves the house after it's it's open it's yeah. exploded that the door in the river bed structure is like wide open so i miss unless they made like a deal with those fairy creatures and said like if you fuck up maybe yeah this thing's gonna come get you yeah um like that maybe was like, maybe like we built your house and we're giving you all this good fortune and probably like helping that helping like william the ancestor be like a good fighter and all that stuff like you know shit that fairy folk do they like mm-hmm. give you all this so it's like if you've messed anytime you mess this up this bad thing is gonna come for you yeah, I guess in that way it's sort of a curse. Yeah, I guess so. But it's pretty simple. It's just like have a kid. Have a kid. Continue your line. Continue to have a kid. Yeah. It as much as I said it was like a little clunky, I did think the tone and everything felt very perfectly gothic. It felt like it could yeah. sit right next to an Edgar Allan Poe like short story like yeah. Telltale Heart or even the the Red Play Map. And I do like, imagine it like a comic. I imagine yeah, I it in my mind, like I can't that. help myself. I I imagine what Mignola would draw. I hundred percent. Like we get one illustration of the uh, Nicol- uh Nicolivi Nicolivi. at the beginning, and it's just I'm, a horse head. It's just a horse head, and I want so much more. I know because I'm, like, I'm ah. like Mignola would make this creature look so cool it on the look page. Really cool. So I'm always I'm like the whole time I was like, I can we just and the way he describes like the sunset in the beginning too sounds like. It would be perfect for Dave, the colorist. Oh, Dave Stewart would kill yeah. it with that stuff. Yeah. Just, I can imagine Dave Stewart doing like the mu- the colors of the muscles on yeah. the creature. Like purple muscles with like black veins and it just sounds nasty. Yeah. But it would look great. Yeah, it would really would. Yeah. Any final thoughts about it? Yeah, that's it just makes me want a Hellboy comic. It yeah. makes me want to read a comic. It makes me like, yeah, exactly. It makes me like, can't wait to get it back it's to cool. the illustrated page. It is cool. It is. And it sort of lives. In- and I do like it in this little bite-sized bit. Like, I think like Christopher Golden. Wait. Yeah, Christopher Golden. Christopher Golden is like an effective author. I so far, I mean, we'll talk about this later on the podcast, but so far I like Bones of Giants better than Lost Army. Yes, well, we'll definitely get into that. I think that one he sort of finds more of like a flow as a writer, I guess, in comparison to these two. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's so cool. It made me read, which is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember the last time I read even just a short story. I'm reading, I, I feel like I'm reading a little more these last two years, but it's... Still like, 
it's pathetic. Like if, <laughs> if me as a fourth grader was like looking at me as an adult and being like, you're so, what are all these buckets for? What are, what am I eating all this pizza for? <laughs> Pick up a book. Maybe that's it. If I still got pizza. a mini pizza after every time, every, every book I read, I think I would read a lot more. <laughs> oh, you're going to reward yourself with a mini pizza. Do you know what I'm talking book? about? This book it program where you could like read, yeah, you, read a bunch of books and, and you, you get take like, it to Pizza Hut, right? Yeah, you take yeah, it to I Pizza it. Hut and they give it to you. I know exactly what you're you Love it. I Love remember it. going to get my pizza because back in the day when Pizza Huts used to be restaurants. Delicious mm-hmm. restaurants. Yeah. Wonderful. Loved it. I mean, I was also a child, so maybe was, not. Yeah, but I, my memory will serve well. Big red cups. Now I have a big red cup. <laughs> yeah, you got a big red tiki cup. This is cup. awesome. This is so great. Just to bring this back i love it i love it. you're welcome again <laughs> uh but that is it that's our uh take um on this short story um yeah. Yeah, did you, are you in the same boat you're like think the same thing basically or yeah it's 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 an enjoyable read to a degree for me yeah it makes me it makes yeah it makes two thoughts come up it makes me want to go like i want to read other things but not not necessarily Christopher Golden not this. <laughs> and not this again. And then I also want, I just want to see it adapted into the, onto the comic comics book are just my preferred way to for Hellboy's digest world. Hellboy stuff. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's just cause that's where it started, but yeah. it's the same thing on any like sort of like medium. Like for example, Star Wars, I prefer just the movies over like trying to digest all their supplementary material. The novels I'm there. like, yeah, it started. Do you watch in- the, do you, do you watch the shows like Clone Wars and all that shit? I've watched episodes of Clone Wars and some of those where I just look, I look up like must watch episodes because yeah. I'm just like I can't like ones watch that up. contribute to the movies yeah or the canon of the yeah. world yes I've watched a couple of those I watched the Mandalorian but like I really do prefer like Star Wars for me it's just like yeah it started on the big screen I like it just living yeah. there I don't need to read all the comics yeah because then it's just like my the pr- story is really not it's like the fun characters I think is what's appealing for me for that like there are elements that you kind of fall in love with originally. And I think when things stray from that, it's unless you're like hardcore into the background story of it. Yeah. And then I don't, I think we get into that area where it gets a little muddy because you start like adding so many writers and their takes on it versus like original Star Wars, right, take right. it or leave it had George Lucas at least overseeing it. It's like, a, it's like not, it's not even just like one person's voice because so many people were telling Lucas no at that point. And I heard that his wife re-editing the movies is like what new, actually made well, them in the good. New Hope, yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's a couple people's. It's collab. It's a collaboration yeah. for, but movies, it's period. smaller than, yeah. and it's like the yeah the original crew who made it good, yeah, yeah. And I I like things from that, eh, but that's just how I am. So like, yeah. bringing it back to Hellboy, it's like, yeah, Hellboy will always just its pref- preferred medium is just going to be comic yeah. books no matter what. Yeah, and I Mignola keeps proving that. Yeah, each. For the majority of everything I read, I'm like, yeah, this is how it should be told. Yeah, he, he exists here. They're just so good at it. It's a shame yeah. not to do it. Yeah, and that's why I was like, take this short story and just make it like a comic book version of it. Yeah, just for just I for see fun. It. Yeah, but that's our thoughts on the <laughs> Nukalevi. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, like, it was worth reading. No, yeah. no takeaway that definitely worth our time reading and covering. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta move on because we got some segments to get out of the way for this teaser. Oh yeah, things that you know you're gonna see over and over again in the coming season. Now this segment we love. We think all of you out there do. <laughs> it's oh boy email. Now <laughs> uh, this first one is just a, a, a listener named Dan. 
uh, sent us an image and he just, this is literally his email says, I'll show you the image after I read what he read. <laughs> it's the smallest, probably the shortest email we've ever received. Dan says, hey guys, is this cool or not? I legit can't tell. Come back soon. And this was from all the way back in the beginning of December. I think we've just gone into our hiatus. So far. The image is a hell girl. Because you can look online and look up hell girl. People yeah. have created hell girl. People cosplay as hell oh, girl. Yeah. Um, but he sent us a statue. And it's a Hellboy version, but female, of course. Classic fucking Classic comic. Classic gender swap to a woman. Just huge titties. <laughs> Exactly. Enormous titties, yeah. short like Lara Croft version of Hellboy, basically, and not like a new Lara Croft either, like a '90s Lara Croft. Very much, like <laughs> holding a giant cross. That being by said, the way. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I would say it's cool. I mean, I mean, maybe, yeah. So funny, body wise, you maybe maybe make a She's little more. She's literally realistic. using the right hand of Doom to push her boobs up. Yeah, she's like <laughs> propping them up on there. Uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's a great sculpt. It like looks really good. Yeah, I want. I don't. I don't know. The it, execution is excellent. Maybe I would have changed a couple things about the positioning of the character. And yeah, and body type. You can. It can mean give her a big duster, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's a great choice. Throw give a duster, duster on this lady. Because he's such a working working man. Like his body type. Yeah. Maybe make her a little. Yeah, more I, I don't good. look at him in the comic and be like, "Ooh, he's a hot. He is a hot body." Yeah. He's a hot superhero body. He's in that zaddy range, yeah, right? Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the- which is not to, don't let me yuck your yum if you think Hellboy's hot. <laughs> no, yeah, of course. That's your Go thing, ahead. please. <laughs> please. <laughs> defile him. <laughs> hey, go ahead, defile him. Wait, 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 wait. Pump the brakes. <laughs> But that is there. He got his answer. Is we, it cool? We, what do you think, Dan? Yeah, is well, it cool? Uh, is Dan? That's I, his name, yeah, right, He Dan? said he couldn't tell. He didn't know. And uh, that's what his. I that's think why part, he asked el- us. elements of it are cool. <laughs> elements it's of it are cool. Very much like the short stories. But where again, parts of to, it I like, and parts it of it I'm needs like. to be less Gen thirteen and more like uh, current. I would love to see it more in the style of like the current iteration of like Spider Woman in Marvel. I just feel like they sort of like their types are more grounded yeah it's less of that that busty gen 13 90s bullshit i mean you can't deny that an athletic woman like if you look at an olympian or something like that like somebody who is super strong their bodies don't look like that at all they don't look like that that's like the the bolt like it falls into that barbie thing of like you look at the body like that no one can can exist in like that way. yeah it's like fake yeah it's a stylized thing which is like totally fine and like the aesthetic clearly works. It's like what <laughs> for, every woman for a looks lot of, like yeah. for decades in comics. <laughs> yeah. It's starting to change a little now, but it's like somewhat still exists. It's certain, certainly still exists, which isn't to say I think it should go away completely. It's like a stylistic choice. And if you mm-hmm. like, but it sure doesn't look like Hellboy to me. It just looks like yeah. you took like a manga sculpt. Like you had like a base sort of like female body and like slapped some Hellboy specifics on it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, here's Hell Girl. But it like doesn't embody the character or whatever. I agree. Yeah. So I think I think it's fine. I don't it, know if I would I would look at it and be like, cool. Yeah. But it, it does look really good. Like the sculpt it, the of it is really good. The work is excellent great. Excellent skill work. of the person who made it. Yes. Yeah. There's your answer, Dan. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Do you like it? You're uh, allowed to like it. Yeah. Go ahead and like it. We're not going to shame you. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, do I think it's Hellboy or no. Hell Girl? No. Hell Girl. And also, 
don't know. We have like a, I'm not saying that you don't, the world doesn't need a hell girl, but we, I'd rather just see the other characters. You uh, have there cool are, characters like Liz. Liz yeah, doesn't walk around looking like that. that. Yeah. Liz doesn't. Kate doesn't, Kate doesn't. And they're badass. Yeah. They don't need awesome. to be that. Yeah. To be great. Yeah. And also that like immediate just gender swap thing is sometimes, sometimes cool. Like Thor, it worked out really well. There is, then, de- people definitely do it super well. Well, and then, then sometimes it just seems lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't we- happen often, rever- like it doesn't really reverse very often unless you're talking about like man Faye. Have you ever seen that? The, no. ca- the Cowboy Bebop character Faye, like dudes, like bigger dudes, like kind of like bear looking guys will dress as Faye. She wears like teeny little shorts, teeny little, like almost a bikini top basically. <laughs> so it's like just dudes dressed like that with like hairy bellies who are like walking around oh, as this like funny. sexy character. So it's like funny, right? It's like man, like male comic fans do that a lot less. Like they, yeah, they don't. You know? And I think that kind of speaks to how many c- cool characters or how many people <sighs> consider like female characters cool in that world right yeah it's like i'll dress like this woman because it's funny because Versus she is cool. so she is portrayed in such a hyper sexualized way and for me to dress that way is considered silly because i'm a masculine guy yes. and being feminine is bad slash silly sorry Which to like go on this no like, i love feminist. that it's like but that happens so often with comic books and uh, i mean nah. i'm sure it happens more now where like men will or like like male comic book fans dress in like a female comic book characters like whatever like mm. dresses them in in like a way that's like I just consider this character cool and wanted to do this out of like love for the character rather than like some level of irony. I agree with you. But it's like I would love if our listeners have a case in point that shows people dressing up I bet, that I bet if reverse we Google, gender we could, swap yeah. that is showing respect versus just like, <laughs> look, like, I'm, isn't it I'm funny? I'm like a fucking woman. <laughs> My titties are out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, pretty funny. It's interesting. That short little email brought up a lot of, <laughs> it brought up a lot, brought up a lot. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> uh, we got one more email uh, to cover. This is from Joshua Brooke. It came to us around January 2nd. Yeah. Josh, uh, uh, Joshua Brooks says, Hey, Mark and Decate, happy new year and happy new season. Over the festive period, I had thoughts on Hellboy's age and how he ages. This email is also titled Hellboy's Age Aging. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I'll try to explain my thoughts as best I can, as at times I'm even confused myself. Yeah. From this point on, I will refer to two types of years. Interno, inter, interim? Am I saying that right? Kate, I always have yeah, to refer to like you. Yeah, like the interim. God, I just have to check. That's okay. <laughs> That's part of our show. Listen, how often do you say them out loud? Interim years, years between Hellboy's <laughs> birth in hell and dates of interest and birth years, years Hellboy has spent on Earth. Okay. Here goes. <laughs> the facts. Hellboy was born in hell on May 10th, 1617. We haven't, that comes okay. later, but that is true. Great. Um. Interim years equals zero. Earth years equals zero. Uh, Hellboy was a, was arrived on Earth on the 23rd of December, 1944, appearing roughly at an age of six to seven-year-old boy. Right. Interim years equal 327. Birth years equals zero. In April 1952, Hellboy embarks on his first official mission for the BPRD. Interim years 33. 
335 birth equals years equals seven. This is crazy. I love it. Uh, note, although Hellboy would have only celebrated roughly eight births by the end of 1952, assuming he did celebrate birthdays, he was as grown and developed as a human adult. Um, possible spoilers for comics. I guess it's like time passing differently in hell versus on earth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you're a demon as well. You're half demon. So yeah. therefore you're not aging the same as well. Yeah. There's a lot playing into the, his aging process. <laughs> uh, in, in 2000. As soon as you say that out loud, it's like, oh yeah, this is baloney. Yeah, this is baloney. And also but it is it's like, a comic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun to think about. Yeah. I love the, the detail he, <laughs> that he's giving it. In 2011, Hellboy died and returned to hell. This is a spoiler. Okay. Uh, but you'll probably forget That's about fine. it. That's fine. I've kind of heard we're... inklings of it. So. And he's died already once. Yeah. Presumably in the story we covered. Yeah. Um, I'm, Blinking. Um, interim <laughs> years equal 394, birth years equal 67. So with those facts established, it made me think of a few questions. One, with the time difference between his birth in hell and his arrival on Earth being roughly 327 years and Hellboy only looking around six to seven, yeah. does time move slower in hell? And if so, by how much? Yeah, then that's you like would a just math problem. To, yeah, you just have to divide, what was it, 327? Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, upon his arrival, interim years were 327. 327 divided by what? He was six or seven by six. So for every one year on earth, 54.5 years, 54 and a half years go by in hell. Yeah. Wait, opposite. Would it be the uh, opposite for every 54.5 years? One year goes by. One year goes by. So it's like. Because he's only, he appears to be only six or seven. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you too did it, stupid. Though. I'm too stupid. For oh, this I didn't game. even. Yeah, I'm glad you pulled. You attempted it because I was like, yeah, it moves slower. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in addition to that question, he says, if you look at the years between Hellboy's birth in Hell and his first mission in 1952, we get 335 years. If we die, and he does the same thing you did. If we divide that by his Earth age seven, we get roughly 50. Yeah. 47.8. This this would mean that every 50 years that pass on Earth would mean one year passes in hell, yeah. which would explain why Hellboy looks roughly seven when he arrives on Earth. Thoughts? We agree. Like, sure. Uh, the math math never lies, right? <laughs> it's the math. Listen. It's the math. Math applies to all of these <laughs> different, um, uh, what do you even call it? Uh, uh like multiverse kind of a thing, right? Like these different realms of existence or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. It's different realms. It's I mean, funny I'm to very think curious. Of, it's funny to think that it that it would work like that. That like physics would apply to hell. Like trying to like yeah. apply time and like a structure, like mathematical structure to this like mystical realm. realm. Yeah. I mean, it has to have some rules. It's fine. Right? That, that would be it, though. I yeah. mean, hell is all rules. It's all like you did this. So you're I mean, at least in Catholicism, there's mm-hmm. like specific things that happen to you for each sin. It's like it's very funny. Yeah. So it seems like they would be very strict about these yeah. rules and how much they, they, would they probably a, would they know. They would have serious structure. It would be it's it's I mean, that was whole. I mean, it's if a you're perverted gonna be- version of the Catholic Church. Speaking of stuff that's yeah. like it's just fucked up like weird rules that they yeah just to control people to I mean, control poor people <laughs> which is what satan wanted yeah. satan wanted to be like we're gonna force them to do good well all the rich people go to hell okay because they're too greedy oh wow yeah. look at you really that's baloney spouting it yeah uh it depends on what you do with your money i guess mm. right 
<laughs> but that is a so, lot. That is. So he's just like thinking about this. He's like, how, like, how, like, he just did it. He's musing on it. He did it in the math and Douglas. I uh, mean Joshua. Yeah, I said Douglas for some reason. Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> Douglas, the mathematician. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what he was just musing about it. That's fun. Which is great. I mean, my brain would be. I'm. I do tend to just be like, yeah, move slower and move on. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that you broke this down is quite incredible, Joshua. Yeah, Thank I like you. It. it helps us understand, like, yeah. But I like that too because we it do makes forget. You think like you get didn't, tortured for seemingly forever. And yeah. Know. And we do forget he doesn't arrive as a baby. He's not like birth. He's right, birthed. Right. Um, it's not like a little. And even visually, even if before you get the reveal that he was born in hell later on, if you look at the visual, he wasn't a baby. It was not a right. infant. He was a boy. He was like conjured up as something. Yeah, he would have been. The comic book would be called Hell Baby. Hell he Baby. Hell Baby. Right. If he was an infant, exactly. And then it'd be like we think we need to change that. And it should be Hell Man by now. <laughs> yeah, Hell Man. But Hell Boy just That's still the sounds cool. Mistake. That's my biggest qualm with. The oh, is that it? Yeah, it's you not write, called Hell. You're writing a letter to Mignola about every that? day, I'm, every single day. <laughs> oh, we're dumb. <laughs> Great. He has one more, uh, a little bit more, but one more question. He says two. After arriving on Earth, why does Hellboy's age accelerate? Mm. And is it? his actual presence on earth that accelerates it or something else. Also, if he stayed in hell, would he still have the appearance of a child? And he says this to continue on to that. He says, I think the possible accelerated several time- hundred more years. Yeah. He says, I think the possible accelerated time on earth and his part beast physiology causes him to mature quicker, much like how a dog reaches maturity within its first year while a human would take many more. At his maturity, his demon nature causes him to age more slowly. I also think that had he stayed in hell, he would still have the appearance of a young child. Would he I mean, still be aging, or do you think he would continually have the appearance of a young of a young child? I th- yeah, like in like four hundred years, he'd look like an adult. He said he's asking her for her thoughts. Or um, I think you'd eventually age five hundred years because, like his father, it's like his father. If if we're saying that you are birthed, actually, demons are actually birthed, and they start as an infant and then grow. They start as cute baby demons. They would, yeah, cute baby demons, then a little adolescence, <laughs> and then <laughs> teenage fucking demons, and then after a thousand years, young man they're grown demon, up. They yeah, can drive. Yeah, exactly. They have to get permits, <laughs> you know. To ride the permits, to ride the fire because there are rules. Yeah, there are rules in hell. But his his father has grown. I feel like yeah, his father looks I mean, huge. Maybe I mean if I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out the math. It just doesn't interest <laughs> me to be like if he did stay in hell, what would he be at this point? Maybe he stay in hell. Yes, his acceleration would be different, like he's saying, and yeah. the equation to a dog and all that that works for a lot of people and is also used in the movie. For me, that makes sense. If if you're a demon, you're alive for like millennia and you're like, yeah, so you would age slowly and you're. Yeah. And I think earth is a different, so the physics, as habitat, the physics of earth is affects your habitat. physiology differently. Right. And you're, as you said, habitat. Sure. It's like a, a it's Superman a ha- kind of sitch. Yeah. That's what makes him great is because he's on earth, not, yeah. and he comes from a planet that had different physics. Yeah. So it has to, it's, I think, I think that's exactly <laughs> It's it's a it's hurting my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brain is at eighty percent coffee right now, just slosh, <laughs> sloshing around in there like a fishbowl. But I mean, that's math the math doesn't. Fit. The math doesn't. I mean, the math is there, it's but I'm just not going to do it. The other day, I did long division for the the first time in like amazing, and I was so proud that I did it. Like yeah. I was able to do it. Carry the get, two. 
<laughs> I really did it for something. I was because I was like covering. What were you doing it for? I think I had to do the the closeout, which I normally don't do at yeah. my job, and I had to do something. And I was like, "Wait, what is this?" And then I did it. And when I actually, com- com- it was the simplest, so long, the simplest long division. Well, you didn't and have was, your phone. You didn't do it on your phone. No, I didn't do it on my phone. I did it by hand on paper. And I was pretty impressed by myself. Incredible. <laughs> It's the dumbest I, thing to be impressed by. I, do, I use algebra to keep track of petty cash at work. <laughs> and I have like fucking. You gotta use that calculator, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. I definitely use a calculator for that shit. Yeah. Because I don't trust myself. I don't either. Make mistakes. I mean, I don't trust myself. I do trust you. <sighs> you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go, Joshua. I mean, our thoughts are you got our heads hurting and our brains yeah. <laughs> swimming in this. We're slow readers and we're bad at math. <laughs> But, I, but you cracked the, I think you I think really you cracked the code. I think you figured it out. I think I'm just going to go with what you're saying. I think it yeah, the maturity just I think it's the earth's physics affecting him in addition yeah. to his demon his demon physiology. Yeah, yeah. I just like yeah. If you, yeah, I wonder you, how long if you leave it's one like Wolverine, realm or another, like how long would it take him to look old? How long would it take Hellboy to have like white hair? Yeah, cuz we don't we've never seen an old man would Hellboy, he? have we? Would he? Does he look older now than he did when he was like the equivalent of being 20. Right. Or is he just going to stay like sort of this? Is he going to be about that forever until he, until That's a good Ragnarok. further question. I'd love to hear from our listeners and even Joshua about yeah, that. Yeah. Does he think he's going to keep aging? Does he just keep, just really yeah. Slowly? Does, or yeah, did, does, did he like reach a certain point and it's like, now I'm done. Yeah. Cause we've met demons that look a little older, like that one demon I'm that comes and tells them about the crown in a, in the box of evil. He looks a little yeah. older. He looks a little, has a little age on him. But are some demons like humans who became demons? Right. And he's, and again, you're, I don't know. He's not just a demon in our, on our planet earth. He is literally a half human, <laughs> half demon. Right. Therefore there's a lot. Play there's a lot play. going on. <sighs> it's hard. <laughs> So it was just like, I don't so want to So a male think- and a female pea plant <laughs> reproduce. <laughs> I got to go back to high school. I got to go back to grade school. Oh, Too stupid. Yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but let's finish out his email because yeah. we don't have the, we don't have the answers. He says, hope this all made sense and glad to have you guys and your podcast back. Can't Yay. wait to hear your responses. We hope you were happy with these ones. I really hope his our his our responses were good for you, Josh. You can keep asking He's us questions. He's giggling at us, so yeah. that's good. And he says Thank all you the for best, emailing Josh. Us. Thank yeah. you, Josh. Thank you so much. But that is That's nice. That's what's gonna be in season four. Is oh boy segments like that. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy email. We got one more segment for before we close this out. <laughs> this teaser that's now lasted the length of an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, this segment's called Hell to Pay. Uh, the quick first thing we want to discuss is that um, in addition to the Hellboy th- um, uh, 1000 toys, they have now announced and released images of the Abe Sabian figure um, from 1000 Toys. This thing looks fucking cool Dude, as hell. They all look so cool. Um, I wish I, I had the I saw the, the Rasputin money. one too. Did oh yeah, you, you, pu- you sent me the Rasputin one, right? I didn't... Uh, both they're just so articulate. They look so well designed. Yeah. The colors are vibrant. Want to give them a little description of that, Kate? Yeah, just we got Abe with his harpoon and his whole BPRD vest and like short swim trunks, uh, bare feet, and like a diving watch kind of a thing. Like he looks very uh, nautical. And then we have Rasputin, just looking like Rasputin, a really nice like 
I mean, like, there's only so much articulation you can have on his, like, legs, you know. It's just, yes. like, one piece, his robe. But he does look, I love his beard, They're all the really detail. really well sculpted. They look really cool. I like this Abe because Abe actually looks just like a bat, like tactical bat. Abe. Yeah. And I think we don't get a lot, like, we've gotten, we're, we, we've gotten a lot, of, like, we saw tactical Abe really early on, and then we gotten into Morose discovering who he is, Abe. Yeah. Um, and the movies is one of my big things is they, they sort of don't show his tactical side in the movies. Yeah. They make him, uh, sort of an egghead who's they like Hellboy here too. Oh yeah. Hellboy is so cool. The Hellboy's he, already was released. I think this released. one looks great. Yeah. Hellboy's out in the world already because people have posted pictures of them getting it. <sighs> but the cool. Abe Sabian. Are these like real leather pouches? <laughs> I bet you they are. They look really cool. They look very cool. I like the proportions of these guys too. Yeah. It's a great size for them. Yeah. Like that's the kind of figure you want. It's really nice. If you do want the Abe Sabian, the price for it is going to be one hundred nineteen ninety nine. Too rich for my blood. That's quite rich. But I wish blood. I had it. I wish I could get it. And then it will be released sometime between July and September twenty twenty. Is what they've said. Because I think was, is the Hellboy one the same price? I think so, or maybe a little less, but definitely around that same range. Yeah, you're paying upwards of ninety or more for these kind of high quality figures. They're so cool. Yeah. So for all you out there that have them or are pre-ordered or whatever, you know that's great. I wish we we both wish we could afford maybe getting in these like figures. Five years, I'll get them when they're like even more expensive. Yeah, when we actually uh, people love our podcast so much, we're paid for it, which will <laughs> never happen, most likely. Dark horse. Uh, Dark horse. Brings us on. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsors us. That would be great. Dark Horse, do you hear us? Sponsor us. I'm seeing only you can get the Abe Sapien one for 80 bucks at Big Bad. Oh, really? Store. Yeah. The, the thing and I might, the, the price that I lifted might have been wrong. I was just pulling from website superhero I'm sure that's hype. Like if you get it through like the legit, like the most directly legit, from yeah. them. Yeah. Dark Horse Direct one, or whatever. Somebody's selling the sucker for 40 bucks on eBay, dude. Yeah. But what did they do? That to one it? I can do. You know? Exactly. Yeah. They took it out of its package. Oh, it's out box. of its package. That's why. That's what I would want to do, though. Yeah, I'd be uh, playing with it. You got to play with it. But yeah, get out there, guys. <laughs> get those figures. Um, we have one more thing that's coming um, that we want to talk about in Hell to Pay. This is a two-part series, two-issue miniseries that's going to be released on February. The first issue is coming out on February 19th. This is... You have not met this character, um, Kate. Uh, this is the return of Effie Culp. You could check out their, they've released two covers, one by Ooh, Zach Howard, one by I like Mignola. That second one, that Mignola cover is nice. Yeah. It's like, I just want You don't Mignola see a lot covers. of like uh, that much, this like burnt orange sort of color. Yeah, it's, it's very like this cool. orange and green that they don't do too much. So, or the, this combination, maybe. I feel like they, they'll do like orange every now and then. Yeah. And I think that that subdued orange that and then that green that Dave Stewart cool. has gone with. Is so cool. Ooh, that the, looks cool. Yeah, it's such a great cover. Beautiful. But this is a character that's returning the Crooked Man, at least the character from that, which we will Creepy be covering sounding. in this season. But characters returning for this mini series. So it's something to look forward to. If you have if you have Hellboy in your holds, um, that will be coming again. That is Hellboy in the BPRD, the return of Effie Culp, and the first issue will be out on February 19th. I'll definitely be picking it up. Yeah. To it check great. it out. But we February nineteenth? February 19th, yeah. But uh, we won't be covering that for quite a while on the podcast. Yeah. But Wait, both are coming out on February 19th? I think it's versions? the first issue. Oh, okay. So the but first these are one, two covers. These are two variation, oh, variant covers of the first issue. I understand. Yeah. I believe this cover is Zach Howard and the other is Mignola. Because I believe Zach Howard is the interior 
artist. Um, cool. Emmanuel is just writing. Uh, great. But that is for this extended teaser episode. That is the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> uh, we want to hear from you. Our first episode of season four officially is coming out on February 5th. And then we will be weekly from there forward for the rest of the year of season four. You can follow us to stay updated on when those go live as well and anything else we post yeah and interact with us communicate with us on instagram at aw crap a hellboy podcast twitter aw crap hellboy please go on to um, apple podcasts subscribe rate and review we really would love if you could go down there and give us some reviews is it lame for me to do it no, do it. I think I did it. I think I should do Everybody it. should do it. Uh, I want. I we just want more people to come and know that we exist and more yeah. listeners because that's why we do this. As much as we love because we talking love all and, the emails and stuff too. Like it's uh, so cool that people participate in like yeah. ask questions. Like do like it's. I appreciate that do the so math. much. They do the to math take for the us. Time yeah, to take the time to do it. Yeah, we it's love. It's really that. great. Thank you. Um, we wouldn't do it if you guys weren't out there. Yeah. So we thank you for those. Email us. You can email us at awcrap, a Hellboy podcast at gmail.com. But that is it for this teaser episode that has run an hour and a half. That's all you get. An hour hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Teaser episode. That's all you get. We're teasing you. (laughs) Uh, That implies that our normal episodes are like almost four hours. They are, dude. They are. When when they're necessary, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Never necessary. But we love doing this so much that we keep recording. It's great. For long. But again, thank you. Uh, Season four starts on... Um, February 5th, Wednesday, February 5th. Thank you for listening and remember... We love you. (laughs) We cannot not giggle at the top of this show. All right, here we go. (laughs) It's the anticipation. Hey, do you like comic books? Do you like brothers? Do you like brothers talking about comic books? You do. Okay, then. Listen to this ad. My name's Will Hines. And I'm Kevin Hines. We are brothers as well as comedians. As well as huge fans of comic books. Like the Fantastic Four, which we are talking about a lot right now in our podcast, which is called... Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. From Campfire Media, available from now until the end of time. (laughs) Screw it. Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. Campfire.